Howdy, everybody. This is episode 108. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. I hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. I rested from my labors. You did? I did. We went to the zoo. Did you pick up an axe? I did not pick up a single axe on Monday. Or a chainsaw? No chainsaw. Nice. I legit did not rested from my labors. You went to the zoo? Went to the zoo. We have not been to the zoo in a long it time. It has been a while. For, it's almost like usually too hot to go to the zoo. It was a little rainy, but overcast That's and nice. not hot at all. It was great. We we usually do a zoo membership. Do you guys yeah, have that? We do. We renewed it on, on Monday. And it that usually, might be a mistake. Uh, yes. But. And there's like times where we do it and we're like, oh, we haven't been in a while. And they're like, you need to renew it. Like, dang it. We haven't been in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Like, you got a family of five. When it's you pay cheaper. for five people to go. If you go twice, You're like one person off from having already paid for yes. your thing. So that's, uh, that's why like it doesn't saying, bother me like, too much. If you go three times in a year, just go ahead and get it. Yeah, Like, it's sure. way worth it. Uh, no, I think Mary Beth's parents and my mom are like, hey we're going to gift that to the boys for Christmas or yeah. for a birthday, whatever. That's a nice gift. I was like, sweet. Yeah. We like the zoo, man. You know, we were here and we've been here years, nine years. For I, several years. Uh, nine years. Hey, nine on a decade. <laughs> Almost. I remember being at that zoo when Jack was born <clears throat> for multiple years and did not know that there was the North American or like <laughs> the, the Alabama, the Alabama yeah. side. There's a like we you were, just you just went we left were there that. for years before we knew there was a whole other side because there was like the fair not the Ferrisville the merry-go-round carousel the carousel what's a what's merry-go-round what's a merry-go-round what's a carousel carousel is what it is right uh-huh. <laughs> merry-go-round that's the uh, thing in like a playground that they don't have anymore because it's too dangerous what merry-go-round what's that. It's just like that spinny wheel with handlebars that you can get going real fast and kids Well, this go is very off. similar to that. Okay, and then there's a Ferris wheel, which is the big thing that does Yeah, that, it's not that. Yeah. There's a Ferris wheel, a merry-go-round, and this is a carousel. Correct. With like the animals, animals that go up, up and, and down. down. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's one of those at our zoo. So we tried to stay away from that. Uh, so that's why we never went to that side. Yeah. Because Jack would beg. Even All right, though that tracks. The, uh, the Alabama trails thing. That's pretty cool. It is really cool. I like that one. The yeah. bear back there and the otters back there. It's yeah. really cool. Got big old birds and all yeah, kinds of stuff. big old birds. Anyways, well, good. I'm glad you went. I'm, yeah, that good. makes me want to go to the zoo. It was good. If you do a Davenport's in a zoo. We were going to do Davenport's. They were closed. Day. They were closed. Oh, it was a Monday. That's a good day, though. So you know where we went instead? Post office pots. Is there one over there? There's one in Mountain Brook. Is there now? My two comments. Hey guys, welcome to Birmingham Talk. <laughs> it was delicious and very expensive. So I've been <laughs> once the one down there in Avondale, and I remember being like, I, "We just this is a, a, yeah. a twenty-two dollar cheese pizza. <laughs> like, like, what man, just happened? I can go to Little Caesars and buy nine pizzas for this. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, good, and you know, we were like, st- we were planning to go to Davenport. So you had and, like, pizza on the mind. We had pizza on yeah. the mind. We're like, well, what's close? And that was close. So I like it. It was good. I like it. Well, good, good, good. Well, hope you guys had great. We went. Up, we were up in Mill, Tennessee. We were in, uh, you know, Beth Page, Liberty, all those places. Tennessee, out in the middle of nowhere, at this uh, Indian Creek Seventh Day Adventist camp. Okay. 
There's a place in Tennessee called Liberty. I think so. All right, never heard of it. Yeah, well, there's all you know, there's little small towns. I mean, it's literally like middle of nowhere. But at, at this camp, they will not let you swim on Saturday. Oh, because they're seven day Adventists. Because you can't hire a lifeguard. Yeah. So it stinks. We're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and basically Sunday for about three hours of swim time. They don't hit you with that whole uh, sw- you can swim at your own risk deal. Nope. Huh closed how about that which is kind of but there is a it's on center hill lake yeah people bring boats up so there's boats there's kayaks there's canoes there's little paddle boats that stink i hate those things yeah uh so it was fun you couldn't swim in the lake yeah oh, okay they had a pool you they, couldn't swim in they the had pool. like a pool diving gotcha. board slide but they're like you can't use that until sunday bummer yeah that's all right though it's a gorgeous camp uh so we spent the week and out there up in Tennessee. We've done that since I was in college before I dated Mary Beth. And this is her parents' church that they go to. She's been doing it since she was like four years old. Uh, so she's at that years. camp? Or was no, this a it, new it used camp? to be at Fall Creek Falls uh, for years. When I started Fall going, Falls. it was at Fall Creek Falls. Uh, and then and there used to be a ton of people that would tent camp. Ah. So we would have like group camp two and have all these camps. And then there would be a big field. People used, used to tent camp. Well, they stopped tent camping in the group camps. Because I think a group after them or before them brought goats or something. Oh. And messed up the yard, which I I would figure it'd be better. Just give you a nice, fresh cutting. But so I'm a little foggy on that. But I think another group messed it up and they said you can no longer tent camp. Messed it up with goats. So then we found this camp. Who would think, hey, I'm going camping. I got to bring my goats. Got to be a bunch of hippies. Yeah. Right, a bunch the, of go, goat the goats go where they go, <laughs> uh, and now they go to this new camp that's not even close to where they were, and they thought, oh, people can tent camp and like four people camped, yeah, in like five years, no one's, <clears throat> it's like, but it's like nice, yeah, like legit cabins and facilities. It's pretty cool. I like that. Yep. Uh, so there you go. Um, I hope you guys had a great Labor Day. Hope you guys, if college football is here. It's go time. Does Alabama have Texas? Big game this weekend. Sarkeesian. Sark. Sark's coming back or is it? No, we're at Texas. You're at Texas. Yeah, we're at Texas. Road game. Wow. Y'all are going to kill them. I hope so. I think they have all freshman linemen. They're young. So that's going to stink. Um, I hope it's a, I hope it's a Georgia, Oregon situation like Shoot. last week. Uh, that was not fun. Um, Tennessee beat um, Ball State. Somebody had to do it. 59 to 10. Yeah. But, hey, we have lost to Georgia State. We uh, have lost to App State. We have lost to those games hey, the first Al- game of the Alabama's year. Alabama's gotten pretty close to losing to Georgia State before. I remember that. That was uh, pretty good yeah. football. Uh, Georgia State's almost beat a lot of – almost beat a few people. Yeah. Um, anyways, we have Pittsburgh. Pitt this week. Nice. That'll be a big game. Pitt's They're ranked seventeenth. We're yeah. ranked twenty-four now, so it's yeah. two ranked teams. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm excited for it. It's football. It's like, which we have our youth group Lake Day. Yeah, this is not woe is me, <laughs> but I will not be home again to watch it. I, I will, we'll be out. We'll be out towards Clanton area. You're not going to turn it on out at the lake. We will. Yeah, we will. But you know what? I, 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 I have come to be. I've come to realize now this may haunt me because my wife listens to this. Oh dear. But there's more important things in football. Oh yeah. 
So like going to the pool with your family is more important than just I'm by myself. I got to watch this football game. It's going to happen if I watch it or not. Yeah. Late day with the, with the students. I could say, nope, there's a football game. I'm going to stay home. You kind of got to live your life. But the days that, that you do get home and you get to barbecue, get to grill out, watch a little football, college game day, yeah. it'd be great. The, old, the older I get, you know, the more chill I am about it. Like, yeah, it's great. I'll watch it. It's fun. I have fun, but. I'm not going to structure my, my yeah. life or my, my day around it. And I'm definitely not going to let it like ruin my, you know, if, if, it will ruin about an hour of my day right afterwards. I'll be mad for about an hour. Then it's like, you know what? Go cut the grass, go do something. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Put things into perspective. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look at, look at us. Oh, growing up. Growing Who'd up. Thought? Who would have thought we'd be here? Um, well, all right. Well, Hey, let's jump into it. Uh, Hey, last week we started an episode uh, or a topic called One at a Time. It's a book by Kyle Eidelman. Am I correct about that? Kyle. Huh? <laughs> Kyleman? <laughs> Kyle Eidelman. Um, and it's looking at, of course, Jesus. Yes. And looking at how was Jesus the most influential person? Um, and you, again, could go, because he's the son of God. That helped. <laughs> That's a big jump ahead there, right? But no, he did things, right? So he did specific intentional things that made him stand out, uh, that made him very, very influential. Um, and for us, we want to be influential. Like, I think what I said last week is right. We don't we don't want to be space takers. We want to be, I don't know what I said. Game changers. We want to be something different. Something right? good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be space takers. We want to be game changers. We want to uh, have a purpose in there. So you can go back to last week's. We talked about the uh, coin viewer that Jesus uh, uh, zoomed in. Yeah. He didn't just see a crowd. He saw one person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how can we do that? What is the one person that we need to see, have a conversation with? Not just, oh, these people, those people, but now look at that person. Right. Um, and I think that was huge. Jesus did that a lot. And that was huge there. Um, all right. This one. Next, next one. We're going to continue on. What I think we're going to do is we're going to do this one. Uh huh. Next week, we're going to do a different topic. Take a break. And then the next week, we'll come back to the third one of this. There you go. How about that? Sounds good Just to me. Just giving you a little run up. Listeners, what do you say? Yeah. Mm. Let us know. Text I agree. Me. I agree. I agree. Thank you. Yes. Um, and I'll say this. Even after last week, you guys may know or not know. Sometimes we get done with these podcasts and we're like, that was a banger. That was awesome. Like, One of the best we've ever we, done. Oh man, that that it was great. And there's sometimes we get done and we're like, well, we did it. That was okay. It was <laughs> a podcast. Nothing bad. Nothing good. Middle of the road. Those are always the ones that we get the most text messages from. Always. Um, and we did. So shout out Kevin. Kev Dog uh, uh, said what's up uh, to us and had some great insights. And so uh, we enjoy that as well. That is good encouragement for us as well. Even when we think it's just a garbage episode or just a throwaway one, someone's like, hey, there you go. We love the communication. Yes, absolutely. All right. How many, uh, do you have any farmers in your family? I this used is, to. They're probably all dead. You <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, probably dead. So, uh, I mean, I would assume that everybody at yeah, some point, I mean, if you, if you live in the South, I mean, I guess probably really anywhere, like, yeah, I mean, there's going to be somewhat, we, we, we're family. not too far removed from like agriculture, you know, 
as as sort of a primary way but of do life. Do you remember? Do you like? Oh no, Uncle Grandpa so and so he farmed. Yeah. So um, really on my on my dad's side, I don't I don't really I can't think. I've, I've got a um, a cousin. What's his name? And we used to go and camp on his land in Adams, Tennessee, close to Springfield. Yeah. Big farmer, like. One of them rich farmers. He makes a bunch of money farming. Um, he got some land. Cousin Junior. Oh, oh, that's right. Cousin I, that Junior. That is 100% not his real name, but that's what we called him, Cousin Junior. Was he a junior? Gotta be. You have no clue. And his son played football at Alabama, so we always had that connection. Was he a cousin, Cousin Junior Junior? I don't know what his name Mark or something like a that. A cousin second? <laughs> is he the, or the third? He's a, <laughs> But like my dad's brothers and his dad, none of them were farmers. But on my mom's side, I feel like... You know, in Gallatin, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, big farming community. Um, you know, I remember my uh, my mom's cousins were farmers, and I I knew them. All my mom's friends were farmers. Yeah. My cousins were farmers. Um, her parents, my my grandparents, lived on a small farm. You know, but he he at one point raised pigs and yeah, you know, different things like that. So yeah, got got some farmers. You know, right? nobody in my immediate family yeah <laughs> uh, are are farmers. I would say, but definitely, especially on my mom's side, you know, lots of farmers, tobacco. You know, a lot of a lot yeah. of tobacco up in that area. So I don't remember. We probably have some in our family. I I think the name <laughs> Peach came from England, and they were Peach. Farmers. I mean, that tracks, right? Right, sure. Uh, with that, you can just say that. Um, but if you look in scripture constantly from OT to NT, from old Testament, to new Testament, from Jesus to parables, to a lot of things, they use the analogy. They use the stories of farming, yeah, planting, sowing, growing fruits, pruning. Like it is all over scripture because it is what they were used to mm-hmm. yeah you know for us we might use driving or technology or you know just different things like that legos i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's do that let's the building blocks of the lessons. kingdom the what building blocks of the kingdom oh my word this is 1997 right here this is this is guys our vbs is going back in time that's right to legos i uh, love it love it yep um but the bible talks about this all the time um and it's Hard. I don't know if you've ever farmed before. I haven't. It doesn't look easy. Yeah, I would not describe anything that I've done as farming. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've yeah. grown some stuff, but yeah, it but ain't farming. <laughs> Waking up at the before dawn to to till yeah. to ready to incredibly hard work. It's it's tough, right? Like, and as we kind of look at um, for us, if we want to be influential, if we say, Hey, I want my life to have meaning. I want to be influential for the kingdom of God. I want to be influential, uh, 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 for him and for his glory. We kind of want a harvest of our influence. Yeah. We want fruit of our influence. Fruit. Yeah. Right. Fruit. I mean, we talk about harvest, fruit all fruit. the time. Yeah. Um, we want our lives to be fruitful. We right? want our work to be fruitful. Like we and want to, our ministry to be fruitful and to have a farm and to have a good harvest. It takes tons of work. Yeah. And for us, it's the exact same way. If we want to have a fruitful life, it is going to take work for us to say, okay, what do I got to do to make this happen? Yeah. Um, it, it just, it just doesn't happen. We don't just wake up and God says, there you go. Yeah. Now he can, Yeah. but I think he has a better plan of how we need to grow and how we need to do that. Um, so if we want to do, um, great things. We want God to do great things uh, 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 um, through us. Uh-huh. 
I think the first question, which is what Kyle Adelman says in his book, is we need to ask God to do big things in us first. Yeah. To be influential, it is doing the behind-the-scenes hard work. If you see, a, if you go to like a farmer's market, and you're like, look at all these beautiful crops. <laughs> I just, I just asked you the other day. There's this new corn song that's yeah, big. It's corn, not, not the band corn, which is what I thought it was. Uh. Um, yeah, it's. It's calm. <laughs> the little kid says, uh, but if you go to that and you're like, Oh, look at the peaches and look at, uh, uh, the tomatoes and look at the okra and look at the corn, look at the stuff. You have to know that behind the scenes, there was a lot of hard work yeah. to get to that harvest. And it's the same with us. Again, we talk a lot about, we want this instant gratification. I want to put it in and be done. I want to do this and we're there. And God says, ah, you want to be influential for the world, for me and for the kingdom. Good. Let's work inside first. Yeah. Um, it says in, then through you. In in you first, and then through you the next. Mm. In that. It is, you know, there's just no shortcut. We I don't, I don't remember if it was last week or. or We've done 108 of these. Who knows yeah. which one. But, was. you know, just like we, we do want that that moment where we just wake up and God is like just doing all this stuff yeah. around us. Um, and God is always working and he's always working in us and through us. Yeah. But, but we talked about this a long time ago. I mean, I'm talking about like years ago and I, and I, and it stuck with me. Producing fruit is the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's not something that we can really say Chris did that or, really, or yeah, Justin yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But our job is to cultivate the soil of our heart. Right. And that's work. That's the work you're talking well, that's about. That's a Matthew work right there. Right. Yeah. Of this is your heart. Um, Jesus talks about that. Right. Do you have rocky soil? Yeah. Do you have thorny soil? Do you have good soil? Like, are you preparing your heart yeah. to let God work in you? Right. Um, he's ready. He's there. He's like, are you, but are you going to put that work in? Mm -hmm. um, so I want to jump in here. Let's go to Mark. Uh, let's go really deep into Mark. Mark one. So, so far into the, so far in, this. but like Mark is such like a drive by gospel that like Mark one, one probably has like deep. 42 stories yes. in it. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to Mark one, you are already Mark one 16, which is not what we're going to be at. He's already calling his disciples. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like, Hey, there was this guy, Jesus, he was born. Hey. And then he started doing all this yes. stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a quick little snapshot uh, of what Jesus does there. Um, but again, we want the beauty we want the harvest. We want the reward, but we also got to put some work in. Yeah. Uh, and and again, let's look to Jesus for this. We can yeah. easily say, "Does Jesus need to do the end work first? We go, no, he's a son of God. But again, Jesus knew his purpose is, "I'm here as an example. Mm -hmm. I am here to show you. I am here." And he was also fully human. He's like, "Hey, I need to connect to the Father as well." Yeah. Um, again, we talk a lot. You can go back to the John 15. It all kind of goes together. Um, Let's go to Mark 1 and let's go to 33. Okay. Mark 1, um, <laughs> 33. Jesus has been uh, beginning his ministry. Uh, he has been healing people, doing all this stuff. Uh, the 133. And the whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Verse 35, 
And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those that were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go to the next towns, to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is what I came out. That is why I came out. So you have this idea of Jesus. You have this vision of Jesus, of him healing people, healing people, healing people, doing all these things. Um, and they, again, crowds and crowds, and they were around him, right? It says the whole city was gathered together outside this door saying, where is this Jesus guy? And he's kind of hidden out. He's like, ooh, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. And then it says early in the morning before the sun came up, he's like, I need to go. And he went out and prayed. Mm. Um, I really think that Jesus probably could have skipped that part. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, Hey, I am God, right? I am the word. I am with God. I'm the son of God. Other people had, uh, um, other people wanted the harvest. Mm. They wanted to see what Jesus can do. They wanted to reap that heart. Oh, are we, Jesus, we want your fruit. We want your healing. We want your teaching. And they had an idea of what Jesus should do. And again, you know, Jesus is like, what should I do? Mm. Should I stay here and heal everybody and preach everybody and baptize everybody for him to figure out what he needed to do? He needed to spend some alone time Yeah, to get away and say, God, what should I do? Yeah. And then when Simon came and said, Hey, what do you want to do? And he's like, let's leave. Yeah. God has said, I need to go to this other town and do this here. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he is doing some inner work in himself early in the morning, mm -hmm. uh, a, a lot like a farmer would as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it, it's it's even more interesting in that, you know, the verse before when he's talking about he said when evening came after the sun had set. So like this is probably the Sabbath. Yeah. And Jesus is trying to be respectful, yeah. trying to observe the local customs and everything and he's not even beginning to start healing these sick people, these demon possessed people until after the sunset. So he's working into the night. Yes. Ministering, healing, teaching, doing all this stuff. And then you the you flip the coin and it says very early the next morning the guy didn't get very much, much sleep. sleep that night yeah. you know he, he it's like you said he probably could have taken that morning <laughs> off right but his time alone with the father which clearly he saw as non-negotiable very important and not yes. out of weakness Jesus didn't do this because he was weak and he needed strength from God he did it out of his strength yeah. out of the out of the the loving relationship that he had with the father since before time began, right? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, just wanted, yeah. he wanted to be with him. Yeah. Um, out of that time that he thought was non-negotiable, he gets his next direction. He's like, no, we don't need to stay here anymore. Yeah. You know, it's time for us to move on. I think that that was a, an important part of that decision. He went and spent time with the father. He says, you know, whatever you're hearing from me is coming from God. Right. And, you know, that's how he's staying in touch. He's like, Hey, you know, what, what's next? Where's my next move? And then he, and then he goes, you know, there's, there <clears throat> seems to be, um, and you may know people like this. Um, I don't think I am like this at all. I, I, I'll be the judge. I'll be, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an extrovert. I think I talk to think, so I will rattle out. I'll, yeah. I'll just start talking, 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 and it could be a lot of garbage which I don't know why I'm doing a podcast, but I'll talk to you about garbage. <laughs> and then there might be a little nugget there. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, that was good. Yeah. But it took me a while to get there. There are some people that are wise 
keep their mouth shut when they speak. It's very, you know, it's like, Ooh, that's some heavy words. That's good. Right. It seemed like Jesus all the time, whether he uh, uh, heard people or just knew what they were talking about. We read that in scripture, but yeah. he knew what they were saying. Um, he seemed to always have the right words. Mm. He seemed to always know, Hey, I'm going to stop when this lady touched me. Hey, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to call her daughter. What we talked about last week. Hey, there's a lot of people healing here, but we need to go over here and do that. Um, you know, we need to go to a different towns and do that. And you go, how did Jesus one again, he's a son of God, but how did he do that? It's like he spent time with the father saying, help me, mm. help me choose my words. Help me think about these situations. Help me to kind of see things where my next step is going to be. And I think sometimes when we take time to pray, it is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, please heal. Please be with cool beans. We're done. But this seems to be like some time of really, Hey God, I need you to give me my next steps. Mm. I need you to help me where this is going to be um, or like where I need to go next. Yeah. And it's, there's something about it being private too. Yeah. Um, you know, we pray. I mean, we work yeah. in a church yeah. office. We pray together. We pray publicly. There's lots of prayers that happen on Sunday morning and in classes and you pray with your family at night. Um, and those things are, I believe, uh, like naturally less intimate between you and God, because you're kind of talking to God and you're also kind of talking to this group oh, of people, people. Yeah. whoever's there. Um, and what I've found in my own life, and I uh -huh. just have to imagine that like Jesus had the same experiences, like when it's just you and God yeah, and you really don't have, it's like you don't come to the table with, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Yeah, please yeah. do this. Please yeah. do this. You just come, um, with open heart and, like uh, open open heart and, and wanting to just be there and yeah. see what happens, mm -hmm. then you say things that you might never have said in the presence of other people. You're more honest than you would have been in the presence of other people. You're more vulnerable than you would be in the presence of other people. So, and I think Jesus had the same experience. Jesus was a public figure, you know, in his life. Yeah. And I imagine that his prayers alone with the father were very intimate um, very um, vulnerable and close. I mean, we, we get some pictures of that later in Scripture, you know, as, as he's kind of leading up to his death, right? But we can experience that same thing where we just say, you know, I'm not, I'm, it's just me and you, God. Like, you know what's going on in my life. Help me, show me. I am imagining that the majority of people listening to this don't do that very well. Mm. And I wonder why. Like, Hey, I got five minutes. I'm not going to rattle off this agenda. Now there's good things to take notes. I'm going to pray over these things. Yeah. And here's my list. That's all great. There's nothing wrong with that. But to just say, Hey, I'm not coming with an agenda. I'm just coming to be with yeah. and to sit still with. Um, I wonder why. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I will challenge and then encourage and offer some grace. Like, yeah. um, I think it's vital, you mm -hmm. know, to, uh, the life of the Christian, the life of the person who's trying to follow Jesus. God is a person who desires relationship with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can you develop relationship unless you're willing to, you know, mm -hmm. actually invest time and attention? So, like, I'm going to challenge you. It's important, but I'll also offer you some grace. Like, I work in full-time ministry. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, yeah, speak yeah. for you. 
but like, man, in my day-to-day life, one of the first things that gets set aside when things get busy, things get hectic, things get chaotic is this sacred moment, Mm -hmm. you know, of, of peace and alone time with God. So like we struggle with it too, or at least I do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I think that that's just humanity. I think that's evil in this world that wants to distract us from that time, which is so important. So like, yeah, it's important. I want to challenge and encourage you to do that, but also know that it's going to be hard because it goes against our very nature, like in Western culture, like this is not something we're wired to do very well naturally. And I think, you know, a part of it is putting in that hard work that, you know, behind the scenes, this isn't up front. This yeah. isn't, hey, look at all that. Hey, I nobody's going to pat you on the back and for this. No, yeah. It, it, nobody's going to pat me or you <laughs> on the back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like nobody asks us, you know, how often we're having yeah. alone time with God. Like yeah. they're saying, hey, did you get these ministry tasks done? Right. Right. And so from there, I think we are very, we are very task oriented. Let's get this done. Let's get this. I want to pray for all these names. I want to pray for these things. I want to pray for my family, pray for my kids, pray for the schools, pray for the church. Done. And these are incredible prayers, right? But to be like, I just want to be with, and that sometimes takes, and that sometimes where we say when things get really busy, that goes away. I think Jesus knew that too. We see this. He, he protected this time. He was like, I got to get up early. Yeah. So, you know, maybe for you, it is getting up early or maybe it's getting to bed later and saying, I'm going to take 20, 30 minutes at night by myself. Yeah. Maybe it's on your lunch break and you're like, I'm going to take my lunch break by myself so I can be quiet and not listen to podcast or on, you know, on social media or yeah. just whatever it is, find your time. It doesn't have to be early in the morning. Yeah. That's not a, you're not time. a morning person. Yeah. It just may not be, yeah. but find your time because look for you to do great things outwardly for God, he wants to do great things inwardly in you. Yeah. And you have to allow that. And so are you putting in that hard work? Um, because you are not going to be, and we, you know, read this from scripture, uh, uh, you are going to do nothing apart from him. Yeah. So you might say, well, look what I'm doing. But it's not going to be godly. It's not going to be kingdom oriented if it is not full of the spirit. Yeah, if you're just not, you're just a branch, man. Like <sighs> your your main job in this world is to stay connected to the vine, and he will produce through you and in you what he wants to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we think about these big things, like, hey, I want to have so fruitful. I want to think of these massive things. Uh, um, I want to start an organization. I want to go on trips. I want to build houses. I want to do this. And those are great, great things. But I think also sometimes we want to see the big harvest and the big fruit. We want to see the big pumpkin that weighs 300 <laughs> pounds. But it's like, well, there's also little fruits, right? There's also small things that are you know good as well. Um, why don't we laugh at about pumpkin, Joe? <laughs> that just popped into my head. We passed a truckload of pumpkins the other day. It's happening. It's happening. We're, we, are, we are here, y'all. Um, but small things. Yeah. Um, and I think about Mother Teresa. Of course, it's very easy to go, well, who was very intentional? You go, Jesus and Mother Teresa. That's almost like a trump card to put that out there. Like, <laughs> well, of course. Um, and Hitler, as we pointed out last week. <laughs> so, geez. All right. And Hitler. Uh, well, let's not use him today. Uh, but Mother Teresa, there was a story. Um, stories and stories and stories. Just Mother Teresa doing these little things, washing feet, feeding people, cleaning people, doing these things. And you would think like, Hey, mother Teresa must've like raised $2 billion and built 75 orphanages and did all these things. You're like, no, she didn't do that. 
She did very small things, but did them very well and very intentionally for the spirit. Yeah. Um, so there was this guy, there was this interview with Mother Teresa, and he was talking about how to be a person of influence. He knew that she was, and you know, again, there's always magazines and books and articles on like how to be very influential. And this guy was like, hey, Mother Teresa, how are you so influential, right? How did she do it? And she says, by praying in the morning. Mm. And he's like, okay, <clears throat> awesome. He's like, uh, so when do you start praying? She's like, uh, about 4.30 in the morning. Uh, he goes, okay, well, then what do you do after that? She was like, and then I keep praying. <laughs> and he's like, okay, all right. Um, then what's next? And she was like, and then I keep praying. She's like, everything we do during the day is with me just to pray and to be with Jesus, for Jesus. And this yeah. guy was just getting very, very um, frustrated by it because he wanted the quick, what is the formula? What is the secret deal of how are you this way? And she goes, I just pray yeah. and I listen and I just want to be with Jesus. And when he leads me somewhere, that's what I want to do. Um, and so who, and so he's kind of asking her like, what is the best practices for us to do this? She keeps saying, I, I just keep praying. And she has this awesome quote that says, I don't claim any of the work. It is his work. I am like a little pencil in his hand. That is all. He does the thinking. He does the writing. The pencil has nothing to do with it. The pencil is just available to be used. And I love that where we can get in our heads of what do I got to be and the positions I got to get and I got to rise in this rank and do this and gain this. And to be very influential and to be fruitful, it's just say, God, work in me. And because of that, then you're going to work through me. Yeah. Big or small ways, however you want to use me. Um, you know, and for somebody to be uh, so known as being very, very influential, to say, hey, what is the life hack? What is the secret? She's like, I pray and I listen. Yeah. And I see people and I just do what I think Jesus wants me to do. Yeah. And I love that. I love how you know, it sounds like a friendship. It sounds like a relationship. You know, she was like, I just want to be with Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah. and that's the key, right? It's not necessarily this formula. Like if yeah. I pray this prayer and I pray it right. At and this, this many times this a day way, or yeah. whatever, then suddenly I will start producing fruit. No, it's like, do you, do you just do you want to be with Jesus? Are you, are you interested in what Jesus wants to do with you in you with you yeah are you interested in what jesus has to say to you right or are you just interested in the fruit and that gets back to what we're talking yeah. about today like that's it man like develop inside yourself just a desire to be with jesus to have relationship because that's offered to you yeah right yeah and and not to think of this Western world way of like, I want to do something grand and big. Jesus may say, I got one person here that I want you to be friends with. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, I want to do great things. And it's like, no, this is great. Like, I want you to minister to this person. And you're like, well, no, I want to do, I want to set up this organization. And he's like, I want you to do this. And, and we have to be okay with it to know the fruit that we may produce may not be, uh, um, may not make us famous or well-known yeah. or give us notoriety. It may just be, well, one person now knows Jesus because yeah. of our relationship. Dunzo. Yeah. 
We, so. we we really can't even like picture or imagine or really have a say in the fruit that is produced yeah. in us and through yeah. us, right? Like yeah. you're just a branch. You're just a pencil. Like there is someone infinitely wiser, mm-hmm. more loving, more gracious than you. You're you're limited. Like just be open to what God wants to do in your life and don't feel like you've got to try to wrestle it into your will, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, spending time uh, being... You uh, might get a pumpkin, but you might get a blackberry. You might get a little blackberry, but you might get a 200-pound pumpkin. That'd be great. Um, well, hey, if you want to be influential, one at a time, uh, let God work in you, then through you. Yeah. In you first. Um, set that time uh, aside, whenever that may be. Yep. Whenever that may be. Well, hey, we hope that you guys have had a great day. Uh, we hope that you guys have li- we 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 hope that you've listened. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Share it with somebody, like it, um, send us a note, whatever you want to do. That'd be great. Uh, and we will catch y'all next week with a different theme, a different topic, something else, something else. Uh, it'll be good. Well, hope you guys enjoy the weekend. Catch y'all. Bye, friends. Bye.